Hello. Oh, we're not doing three, two, one. Oh, let's do three, two, one. Okay. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, oh, I just like to read the changes. Oh, no, <laughs> look, she's filming us. Okay. Hello. Hello. Welcome to a new episode of the Respectfully podcast. I'm Lily Cox. And I'm Nikki Pope. And this week, we were not this week. Last week. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> right, you go. Okay. <laughs> For this new episode of Respectfully, we were delighted to invite Tom Connell and his colleague Giuseppe Stellitano, I am going to practice that until I've got it right, <laughs> from the Trevor Sorby art team to come round to the Respectfully kitchen for a little chat. Yes, we were discussing all things to do with the man himself, Trevor Sorby, of which both Giuseppe and Tom only had wonderful things to say. And Tom is brilliant. He had such a good way with words of explaining how they put the shows together and where their inspiration comes from and just what it's like to be working with Trevor. He was an art director at Sassoon's and then he was at Tony and Guy and then he was at John Frieda and he's done his session work and he worked in Mexico. So he's, he's taken what he wanted from each of then. He's taken the dressing and the session world. He's taken the, the razoring and the texturising from Tony and Guy. He's taken the precision cutting from Sassoon's and he's created this alloy of, of Trevor Sorby, which yeah. what that means is when you arrive there, whatever you're into, you, you, you have like a, an, an avenue for it. And he also had a brilliant way of very succinctly explaining how he comes up with ideas and themes for his shows too. Your life should just be constantly just filling that filing cabinet in your brain right. with different ideas, different influences, whether it's film, music, art, culture, whatever. And then when it's time to sit down, those things just come out. So you draw from kind of a library that yeah, you yeah. collect. Yeah, yeah. So you're just maybe. constantly thinking, thinking of it. It should never. I, 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 certainly for me, I've never found if I've done something for something, it's been as good as something that's just naturally developed. So then yeah. it's 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 that thing. If you don't really have to get ready, because you're always pretty ready. We hope you enjoy this recording of our chatette, and it starts off with a bit of happy birthday to Aurora, our new podcast editor, because it was her birthday. <laughs> Enjoy. I've got cakes for all birthday. Oh, lovely. Yeah. One of the these ones I think are rhubarb and custard, and the oh. other ones are rose and something. Welcome to the respectfully kitchen where we'd oh, like yes. to do our little chats with people. Thank you. Nice to see you here. <laughs> so we've got Tom and Giuseppe here talking yeah. about all things Trevor Sorby mm-hmm. and creative in particular. Mm. It's and particularly in terms of shows and show work as well. Yeah. Tom is on the lineup for the Tribute Show, which is happening on the 6th of October. Nice. It's very exciting indeed to kind of get an insight into what we might be able to see from Tom. Yes, good plug, Lily. Well done. Thank you. Which is very exciting because he did the show for us in both Paris and London in 2017, and it was yes. amazing. So, but Giuseppe, also you are becoming a bit of a showman as well. L'Oreal Color Trophy yeah, Men's Award winner. Well done. It was insane. Thank you. We've invited five of you who, well, you still are, mm-hmm. but have been with Trevor as art directors, mm-hmm. so with Antoinette Beenders and Eugene Suleiman, Sally Brooks and Angela, 
Actually, it's Aminara. Mm. And have you worked with all of them, Tom, before? Uh, no, just Angelo uh, in the salon. Yeah. Um, obviously, I've been aware and been at um, events and done, done shows with some of the others, but no, just worked with Angelo. We overlapped for around three years, I think, when I joined. Yeah. Uh, before Angelo obviously went off. So yeah, it's it's great. But I know all of them pretty well. Not so much Eugene as well, um, but obviously like Sally mm. and Antoinette, I do. It's fascinating, I think, isn't it? And this is to me one of the strengths of Trevor is that he has um, not only is he inordinately creative and one of the most imaginative characters I've ever come across whether it's in in any kind of arts you know we're having worked in the music industry and, and other fashion industries and so on I think he's incredibly creative but he's he's allowed each of you to be yourselves hasn't he hmm. and I think I think that comes from uh, I can say work Trevor's background because obviously he was an art director at Sassoon's and then he was at Tony and Guy and then he was at John Frieda and he's done his session work and he worked in Mexico. So he's he's taken what he wanted from each of them. He's taken the dressing and the session world. He's taken the, the razoring and the texturizing from Tony and Guy. He's taken the precision cutting from Sassoon's and he's created this alloy of, of Trevor Sorbet, which what that means is when you arrive there, whatever you're into, you, you have like a, an, an avenue for it or an outlet for it. He, he's, yeah. If you're into avant-garde, go for it because he, he's got that in his yeah. mix. If you're into yeah. technical haircutting, then go down that avenue. Mm. So it's, it's nice and that's, certainly for me, I don't know about you, that's what yeah. attracted me to work with Trevor because I didn't, I wanted to be able to like express to go yeah. for it. any direction I wanted to go that's in. So Giuseppe, how long have you been with the Trevor Sorby label? Been almost like two years now. Get qualified since uh, November last year. And how does it feel? What, what, how how do you feel about this sort of incredibly creative name and the environment? Is that I can totally like agree with what Tom said. Just like for me, just even being there when I was an assistant, just working with some of the amazing people that've been there, it's just like such an honor, honestly. Yeah. And meeting like Trevor as well is like I think it's like one of the humblest person I ever met. Yeah, yeah. And how, so, sorry, I'm hugging all the questions. You, you are, but that's fine. Yeah. You carry on. <laughs> I'm going to ask one more, then I'll let you get a word in. No, so, and, how, and how evident is Trevor still? Is he in the salon? Does he just come across him? Does he walk up and look at what you're doing? Yeah, I mean, sometimes sometime I see it coming in the salon with us. So it's quite nice, especially when uh, I remember when I first joined the company, I was in, I was this barista like, for a few months because it was not a position for, for an assistant. And sometimes it would just even come in the kitchen and having a chat with me. Yeah. It was quite nice because always kind of like talking about like a story or like something has happened. So yeah. it's quite nice because you get just inspired by him just talking with. It's, uh, I'll catch up with Trevor maybe once a week. We'll mm. go for lunch or go for a dinner or a coffee. Or, and uh, it's, it's even, I mean, I've been there 10 years now, just over 10 years. And there's still that when I'm showing him some new work or I'm showing him a concept for a show, even though you know he probably wouldn't tell me not to do it, there's still that element of like nerves when I'm showing it. In, as in, like, <laughs> That's the same with all bosses, I suppose, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I can literally think I'll do something, or the team will do something, and I'll go. That's the best thing we've ever done, and I'll be so confident. And with the raise of his eyebrow, oh, you just know. Yeah, I, I, you just you, know. He still, he still has a, He still commands that power. Yeah. Wow. Oh, brilliant. Well, so talking about show concept, then I know as you said, that you've got the Salon International show on the Sunday the 6th, or seminar, and then you're going on to do the tribute show afterwards. How, how would you switch between the two? Like, do you have to get into a headspace for shows? Yeah. You know, and because I know the changeover for you doing one to the other mm. is going to be quite tight. How? Th this year it's quite, 
handy because the the tribute show is, is a show and it's its own thing mm-hmm. and then the, the salon international seminar is more of an educational seminar okay um, so i'm working with uh, tiziana and john who are our heads of education for technical and, and, and cutting yeah and um, so they are kind of leading that seminar and i'm just working in the oh, backgrounds fine. with okay. them so that's more of an education focus mm. um, but then obviously the tribute show is more more of a show and and you're giving the something i think you're giving the audience I think the audience comes to a tribute show for something very different than they would go to an education seminar for. So it, yeah. it, it's a bit easier doing it like that. If you have two shows, mm. that's a little bit more difficult because your head's in a show thing and both say some ideas could fit for both mm. and you've got to like separate them out. So this year, it's a bit easier, I'd say. Mm. So how would you prepare for a show typically? Like we talk about being in a particular headspace. Like how, where does your concept come from and how do you prepare for it for someone who maybe hasn't done a show maybe they've just done seminars before well i always think and and, uh, trevor and and giuseppe think this as well that you should uh, we never think that you should start something for something so say that that might be an award or anything you should never go i'm going to sit down and think about something to enter for this award or i'm going to sit down and think of an idea for this show your life should just be constantly just filling that filing cabinet in your brain right. with different ideas, different influences, whether it's film, music, art, culture, whatever. And then when it's time to sit down, those things just come out. So you draw from kind of a library that yeah, you Yeah, yeah, so you're just maybe. constantly thinking thinking of it. It should never, I, 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 certainly for me, I've never found if I've done something for something, it's been as good as something that's just naturally developed. So then yeah. it's, it's, it's that thing of you don't really have to get ready because you're always pretty ready. To, yeah, to like, do it, it's just the, the the biggest obstacle is sitting down with Giuseppe and Trevor and the team with a blank board and going right. Let's put all these things that all these influences. Let's try and make some sense of them. Mm. Uh, so that that's I'd say day one of arranging a show. Gosh, and for Giuseppe, for you when you entered the Men's Image Award for L'Oreal Color Trophy, what was your process for that? I, it I mean, was the same because it's been like I think few years that I was thinking about this idea to create this kind of like a really nice new version of yellow because I didn't want to mix anything it was too neo neo it, it was kind of something that we've seen before yeah it was lovely so, we'll, kind of, we'll put a little link in the show notes so everyone can see the picture as I say yeah. it was something like some idea that we've been working quite a lot since since even like before starting hairdressers but sometimes just like images or like idea or like or vibes or something that I've seen hmm. and then I just normally I just open my laptop and takes everything and put everything in there so once I got there I knew they have lots of folders so I can just try to as you say like from a library catch everything yeah. like a book alright so you've got like an ideas box on your yeah sometimes it's open like I couldn't sleep literally or just wake up like during the night maybe like at one o'clock yeah. and try to pretend to sleep at ten but it's never gonna happen <laughs> and then just get my laptop next to me and then thinking about you know seeing like an image in my head and then it's like oh I need to look in forward and like searching for this image right mm. normally it's, it's work like that but um, what did you find the painting i find the painting because the inspiration as well it was about the the art because i mean i'm from italy so i'm used yeah. to be like surrendered by like just all the greats and yeah. classics <laughs> yes <laughs> i understand and, um, and that for me was was my kind of achievement that i want to get for it was for me not wasn't just about the color or like tends to cake mm-hmm. it's just doing an amazing job with the haircut but it was Try to give all over the vibes. He showed me this painting, and he went, "This is my. This is kind of the idea for the men's color, and it's this 
Renaissance oil painting of his mural, and I'm like, there's maybe a hundred colours in this, which <laughs> and he, and he was like, pointing in, he went, that piece of yellow there, and there was a piece <laughs> like of yellow, a like half a centimetre, <laughs> like and he went, that's the colour that we're going to do. That's the colour, fantastic. Oh, that's my problem sometimes, because <laughs> it's quite hard to explain what I get in my head, yeah. Because sometimes maybe like for example I see like this picture in here and I can imagine something but it's really really hard to like translate what I can what is getting in my vision and what is that. So Tom when you're because obviously you do a lot of educating and sharing and bringing mm. people up through mm. is that something that you have to focus on is teaching them how to express their ideas? Is that something you can teach somebody? Like give, give them a language or show them how to do it? I think I'm a big believer. I, I'm, I never believe in, you know, when someone says the word talent, or he's talented or she's talented. I don't necessarily believe in that as far as from, from a skills point of view. Uh, I think that can be taught. Uh, what I, but what I believe the talent aspect is that you have to have like a natural curiosity yeah. and a natural interest. I don't think anyone becomes good at something that they're not naturally interested in. Oh, yeah, and that, that's that. certainly what, what Giuseppe has. He has a natural interest in it. Mm. So because he has that natural interest, he'll put enough time in that one day he'll be described as talented, as he has been. Mm. And I think that's true of anything. You might be a runner or a footballer. If you have a natural interest in football or running, yeah. you'll just put so much effort in that yeah. someone will go, he's a great footballer, very talented. Yeah. But he didn't wake up talented. And I think that's what we look for when we're picking new people for the team, whether it be the art team or education team. They have to have a, a natural interest because I think everything else you can teach. I know family is an analogy that you guys use a lot for each other because um, it does feel like a family does that kind of what what does that bring to the table does it make it extra like right I've really got to blow everyone's socks off now or are you not thinking about it uh, no I think I think there's a friendly I think there's a friendly competition with it let's say yeah uh, my, my dad is a hairdresser has a good saying about any hair show mm. he always says a hair show isn't a competition but at the end of the night everyone knows who's won Right. Oh. <laughs> very nice and very nice. Uh, I was yeah. like and, and I suppose you know everyone obviously that's on that lineup is really friendly but I don't think anyone would sit here and say that they don't want to stand they don't want to stand out for their little bit yeah absolutely I think I think the primary goal of the evening is to is to pay homage to Trevor and, and the lessons yeah. and the skills and the, the opportunities that he's given us to all yeah. go on and have a have a, an enjoyable career but I think yeah I, I think everyone would want to yeah. want to well, he'll be right? there. He'll be sitting in the royal box watching. Yeah, I and he absolutely <laughs> will be telling every one of us what he thinks of our work. Oh, no holds barred. As soon as we come on stage. So, uh, yeah. Are you working with him on your? Like, is he aware of your concept for the no, show? No, he doesn't want to know about anything. Oh, really? Yeah, He's keeping. Yeah, yeah, I met him for a coffee uh, last Monday, and uh, he he'd been in Italy with Angelo. Right. And he said that Angelo was mentioning a few things, and he was like, "I don't want to know." And then I mentioned something to Carol, his wife, and. He was like, no, don't say anything. I just want to enjoy the night. Yeah, because oh, the format nice. with tribute shows, for anybody listening who isn't familiar, is that we have the best stage um, in London, mm. the lovely West End stage yeah, where the really shows happen. But it's kind of a stripped back and unplugged, if you like. So it's mm. the best hairdressers on the best stage, but we only see you for 15 minutes each and you can only have two models each, mm -hmm. I believe. So yeah. mm. it kind of forces you to have to mm. really do something. Wow. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's, like it's, well, it's going to be quite a shocker for Trevor, isn't it? Just to like have all you guys doing their thing in front of him and not having any yeah. idea what parts of what he's taught you're going to kind of... I think he'll be surprised.
really looking forward to see all of them what they're doing yeah because i'm honestly i i mean i'm working more like close now obviously in, with tom because uh he's the art director now in the salon but i have to like i want to like just see seen angelo a few times or seeing like maybe like live as well like um sally or i'm really looking forward to see eugene because i'm yeah. really passionate to see what he's doing like for the fashion show yeah but and think, he doesn't really do shows either it's eugene, yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's, i think the good thing because each of them like they do completely like different things yeah. and yeah. it's so nice to thinking about they everyone came from the same place but literally like travis get like the opportunity to grow in yeah in different ways yeah, which, yeah, yeah which is amazing and Antoinette's now creative in charge has creative control for everything that comes out of Aveda I yeah. believe you know from packaging to mm. posters nice. to shoots so that's I saw she did an amazing um, job as well with uh, the Stella McCartney show she did last season in Milan yeah. mm. she does a lot really, of shows really doesn't she which is great and, mm. and Eugene obviously does a lot of work shows. shows and then also in tribute show they've got Kevin Murphy which I know is not a Travis will be person, but I think it's going to be as a lineup going to mm. be really eclectic and really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think whatever you're into, whether you're into to long hairdressing, whether you're into cutting, whether you're into avant-garde colour, you're going to get something from mm. sitting in the audience. Yeah, yeah. I'd imagine so. Because I also think there's a bit of healthy competition, as you said, with yeah. the show and everyone wanting to do a good show for Trevor as well. So I feel like yeah. everyone's going to bring their yeah. yeah. So I for would've... us, I'm like. I would want to watch a show that yeah. there wasn't healthy competition in. It's no. just it's just going to give give the audience more. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Everyone wants to just well, bringing it back to that and um, crediting your dad again with that amazing <laughs> saying <laughs> is you know so there's no competition, but we all know who's kind of won at the end. Is it possible? Do you think to identify what does bring the magic to a, a, a show? And I'm talking about a show or a presentation as opposed to education, as opposed to mm. the seminar format. What what could bring in your experience, what brings that magic? What makes it? I think two two things. <laughs> the first being, f- f- if you want your your work to mean anything to the people that are looking at it, it's got to mean a lot to you. So you've got to do something that that it's just it. Whether you can't worry about if, is is this going to resonate with people? Are people going to like it? You've just got to do what excites you. Yeah. And the the moment that you sketch it or that that idea spark moment where you go, oh, that's going to work. Mm. If that if you get that kind of tingle in your tummy, then go with that because mm. for a ch- you can never you never know what the audience is going to want to see, but if you go, if you follow that little tingle, then you're probably on the right path. Yeah. And I think the second thing with a show, you know, you 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 come in to see this, and I'm sure that the audience maybe isn't going to see something that they're going to be able to go. I'm going to go and cut that on Mrs. Jones tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think that's the job of these shows. There's education things for that. Mm. I don't think you, your job on, on, on a stage like this is to teach someone something. I think it's your job to remind them of something because yeah. people get, yeah. especially in this industry, it's not, it's not an easy job and people get ground down by day in, day out, going in, especially if you're a salon owner and you've got bills and you've got worries and have we got enough assistance and the, 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 the daily grind of your job grinds you down and I think these shows, I think the primary responsibility of them is to remind people why they first got into the mm-hmm. job, why did they first hand their CV in yeah. when they were a 16, 17 year old and to give them that excitement because if you give them that, they'll be a better hairdresser on Mrs. Jones tomorrow anyway yeah. because you've reignited something. Yeah. So I think those are the two. Yeah, it's yeah. helping people re- reignite yeah. or remind them of their passion. Yeah, and I think so. as well organise this massive like, tribute show, especially for like, I talk for me, like for the new generation, it's going to be something like, I mean, 
I think more like from generation they were used to like you know like seeing like Vidal Sassoon and like lots of the biggest in the industry but it's something that I think my generation is not to see anymore yeah so something that is came back from the past in some way yeah and you can see again like it's mm. going on and how it's old not. do you think I am? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> so when shows go wrong <laughs> what, what, what are the sort of things to be aware of you know what have you perhaps spotted clearly Everything you both have ever done has been amazing. But, <laughs> you know, if so, what do you think people perhaps maybe need to be mindful of, or, or what have you thought? Oh God, you know, they obviously didn't think about this or that. Or do you think it's just impossible to plan? I think it's <laughs> got to be. It's got. I, don't, I think it's just got. You can tell when someone's on stage, and um, it's the work's maybe not coming from the right place. It's, it's yeah. coming for you know what I said at the beginning mm. of the podcast. You're doing something for something, so I'm going to go on stage to sell this. Yeah, yeah. Or I'm going to go on stage to talk, sell more of my education. Or I'm going to go on. St- it's it, you can tell when someone's not maybe coming with the with the right agenda, and they're, and they're coming on stage for themselves yeah. and what they want to get out of it, rather than for the event and the, that that twenty yes. minutes, that fifteen minutes mm-hmm. itself. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think if you're coming on stage for anything other than just sharing what excites you, mm. it's probably I I wouldn't want to. Yeah, mm. I think it. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you've got to come from the right place. And then, I mean, I think clearly over the years I've seen things which have, some things have worked better than others. Mm-hmm. But timing is key as well. I think you know, prepare timing, prepare backups, prepare. You know, if this isn't going to work, and mm-hmm. it's a bit like the saying on a photo shoot: don't arrive on the day and think you'll just know what to do. You know, you've got to prepare the content massively, yeah. haven't you? Yeah, because you have a lot of, I think, like hours and hours prep before. Yeah. But then even the same thing, it's like, even if you think you're like, everything is done, you always have to, something like change last minute or something, maybe like, you've done it, you've like, practiced to do maybe like a month to do the same, like dressing or like haircut. Yes. And on the day. For sure, like on the day, there's something that's yeah. gone wrong, like a pressure or something, it's just like. Yeah. I know, you do need to, I do remember one year, somebody who shall be nameless, but sent somebody else to do their rehearsal for them, tribute show, so we parachute into a theatre we only mm. have that day a Sunday to get everything ready so the rehearsals the only rehearsals are live that mm. afternoon and somebody did send a stand-in to do their rehearsal and I was absolutely freaking out <laughs> <laughs> they were a very experienced person and they I think they got away with it so I'm not going to name a shame but it was like wow that could have been gone really wrong you need yeah. to know the space don't you need to know how long it's going to take you to walk from here to here and time as well time cues. as well I, I went out and I'm preparing something like this I'll I'll prepare it and when I'm practicing it on, on, a, on a head block or a model I will do it at the same time as I'm going to go on stage yeah every night because it those little things make a difference you you know when to have your last cup of coffee yeah so you're not yeah. too jittery on stage you yeah. know when to go to the bathroom more yeah so then you, you you're minimizing all these outward stressful things and you yeah. just yeah, yeah. You, you you're increasing your chances of it going well so then hopefully you don't have that extra panic of like, oh, it's showtime, it's just eight o'clock. Yeah, yeah. And then you can get and it to be like Preparation that. is everything, isn't it? It's that phrase, isn't it? Prepare, no, hang on. Fail to prepare, 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 prepare to, to fail. fail. Yeah. Mm. Which is, sorry, a bit bleak, but I think it is true. <laughs> it's very yeah, it's, it's, it's do you true put markers in your content to know, or at this point I should be up to here or up to there? Do you use markers yeah, like Yeah, music. Uh, music's your marker. So when I, when I will give Karen, who, who is one of the show producers, yeah. uh, when I give her my background music, I'll know by the end of this song I need to be finished with this. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's your cue. And do you, 
Yeah. You, same thing, Giuseppe. Yeah, yeah I get the same because I get a lot of get inspired from the music. It it's always depends what kind of like theme or, or things I'm working on. Mm-hmm. But then I tend to use that kind of music so I can remind me as well. I sometimes just even like imagine like if I need to just make like a shoot or like a video, just remind me something like, oh, am I going to be in this pose in this movement or it's going to do this or that? Yeah. And how important is it to take your cue from the audience? Because um, I know at the tribute show it's it's tough because I don't you can't really see the audience very well, can you, from the stage? Because it's yeah, you see the first few rows. So yeah, and right. we always put the really important people in the first few rows just, just like you are. <laughs> <laughs> but do you or do you try and zone out the audience? Because also there's a slight delay as well. Sometimes you can make a joke, and if there's not an immediate response. You can think it's fallen flat, but actually it just sometimes takes a, yeah. a couple of seconds for it to permeate and then for the response to come back. I think, I think because the tribute show is between 15 and 20 minutes, you, you're going to just go with what, with what you're going with. There's only mm. a, an ex, you've only got so much that you could change and then if you start changing yeah. on the fly, then yeah. you, might, uh, you might get in trouble. It's but on like a longer, say if you're on stage for an hour and a half, then absolutely you, you can. can. You know, if you think this, this looks you know, maybe potentially what you've what you've prepared and you might have put all that preparation and it just doesn't go right. Yeah. You just think let's just get through this and get it off and get the next model on. So there's there's elements then but with the tribute show it, it will probably be hopefully touch wood. <laughs> exactly as I uh, plan it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fingers crossed. For you both, is there any a show that you've ever seen that you've been really like wowed by? Is there a show Yeah a few weeks ago. Oh, and really? it wasn't what necessarily was a show, it was a a a la I heard us in live event with Eugene Oh, yeah. oh yes, I don't think we went, did we? No, we didn't, but I've seen it online and um, I didn't even work for something incredible, six like hours. six hours. Yeah. <gasps> Were so you there for all six hours? Yeah, and I could have still been there now. Really? I, he, he wouldn't have even had to touch a comb or a head of hair. It was just what he was saying and then the work was incredible. And that I, I think that was like one of the most important days of my uh, career so far, wow. watching that. Because you just, it was the depth and the layers into his work you know, yeah. you, you can see it means so much to him. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I think I'm pretty, I think I'm pretty good and I think I'm pretty creative, but I, I yeah, felt I like a good premiership player watching like Ronaldo play. Yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> we'll uh, find, I have seen that. We'll wow. find the link and, and hopefully add that to the show notes because I'm pretty yeah. sure you can still access that. Yeah. I, I would implore any hairdresser that if you, if you want a, a creative career in hairdressing, let's mm. say, that's probably the most invaluable six hours of footage. I can't you believe you did six hours. That's... Uh, but, uh, there wasn't a boring second. I mean, it's just bonkers, isn't it? Mm. To you know, work that's like a full day's work almost. Yeah, but then I suppose as a session stylist, you know, you would really be used to that, wouldn't you? Well, perhaps in but, a way, you know, but to, to be a teacher. At the same time. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, we would sit down, and he would explain some stories about it, and then people ask questions, and he might stop the head of her for 10, 20 minutes and just talk, and then go back to it. And yeah. it was like it was almost like he would just put you inside his head for the yeah. afternoon. Fantastic. It was, uh, yeah, an outstanding event. Oh, wow. brilliant. And Giuseppe, did you go? Or no, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't have the honour to go to see them. I actually still need to see as well. But yeah. something beats online, it really, really mm. good. That's your homework before the yeah, tribute yeah, yeah, show, yeah. to watch, watch that. Giuseppe will be backstage at the tribute show with Excellent. me as well. So oh, that's right. such a pleasure to be <laughs> like with all the best of the best. Yeah. So you've had a great year, lots of things. Yeah. We still didn't finish yet, but it's so far it's been one of the best, literally, that I have had. And you've got something important coming up at the salon in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, to get my, finally, actually, my heart in test. Yeah. And it was so fun because I feel like, yeah, and I feel like I just done my homework because 
almost like a years ago when when I passed my my final test as a colorist in mm-hmm. uh, in the Covent Garden salon. I like Tom invites me for for breakfast one morning. He was asking me like, when you can see yourself in a year, and I was just looking at that. Honestly, I wanted to see myself before the new year. Yeah. And I still got like a few months uh, before yeah. to get the year, so I feel like done it. And I think that, <laughs> wow. that is, you know, he's achieved so you, you know won won the men's image award. He's he's, he's contributed to the art team collections, but mm. that that shows um, what Trevor's like. He still has to go through that process. You know. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, it'd be, it'd be so easy to go. You're the right level. You're the right talent. You're on the yeah. art team, but no, he still has to go in present a, a one-hour mm. um, seminar show yeah. to the to the art team and the rest of the company yeah. and we say to the um, anyone that's coming onto the art team imagine we've all spent a hundred pounds to watch Giuseppe's show yeah and you oh, can do right. one model or you can do a hundred models but it has to be interesting yeah. for that yeah. Yeah. great wow that's brilliant thank you so much for yes. coming to share all that with us so on the 6th of October what's what would you like Trevor to feel at the end of the show most of all both of you what what do you think you hope this inspires in him pride yeah, yeah. I, I hope he looks back and you know you, you can take pleasure out of being um achieving things yourself but i think when he maybe looks on the stage and sees what everyone else has mm. achieved and the amazing what, what he's done and what he's created the amazing lives he's enabled everyone else to go on and achieve yeah i think i think he'll be very proud yeah, yeah i think yeah. the same like i remember like the night the color trophy when he when he came up in stage it was like just feeling like literally make you feel like Trevor so be proud of yourself as like yeah that's amazing it's such a big feeling I think he will he can't help it I'm sure but be proud at the end and there will be tears I think so well we're proud to have (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah, I I feel like we're just proud and I'm like I don't even work for Trevor (laughs) (laughs) no it's amazing Thank you so much. No, thank you. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Wonderful. Let's have another cup of tea and a bit of cake. Yes, absolutely. Let's so have some cake. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so there you have it. I hope you found that as interesting as we did all about inspiration for the shows and Trevor Solby, the man himself. Oh, weren't they such lovely oh, boys? No. It was so nice to have them. And tea and cake. You can't get a better Friday afternoon than that, I say. Absolutely. So if you've enjoyed this week's episode of the Respectfully Podcast, please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe on iTunes as it helps other people find us and boosts us just generally. In the charts and (laughs) mentally and spiritually. In the charts. And we've put lots of show notes for you if you scroll down and find any of the references and the links that were referred to in the conversation. Until next time, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Goodbye. Bye.